Hi, this is Amber, and you're listening to Amber on Podcast. Hi, 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 hello, and welcome to episode number 140 of Amber on Podcast. I'm your host, Amber Camille Ligon, and this podcast is all about doing more good for you and more good for more people. Thank you so much for joining me. Learning to love yourself is the best thing you can do that will have the biggest impact on your life. Learning to love yourself will improve every area. Your work will get better. Your relationships will get better. Your creativity will improve. Your problem-solving skills will improve. Your health will improve. All by learning and practicing self-love and self-acceptance. Believe me, dear listeners, I have lived on both sides of this coin. I used to feel very differently about myself and my opportunities. I used to think that things were happening to me instead of for me. I used to think of myself more like a victim instead of an empowered woman making her own decisions and playing an active role in life. I had to lose everything and hit rock bottom to get to the point to learn this lesson. But you don't have to. You don't have to get hit in the head with a two-by-four by the universe before you understand how to live a good life. That is precisely why I make this show, is to be a little extra help and serve as a little extra reminder so that you can stay focused on what brings you the most peace and joy in your life. We all get off track. We all need reminders. And learning to love yourself is a lifelong practice. It is a journey. It is something you must keep at the forefront of your mind to help you live your best life and accomplish your dreams. But it takes effort. It takes work and attention. And you must be relentless. Also, as we move into the holiday season, so many people battle depression and loneliness during this time, and it can be challenging to make self-care and self-love a priority. But we will work together, dear listeners, to remind each other and remind ourselves that we are number one, and we deserve to be treated with kindness and respect, and there is no one who is talking to us more than we talk to ourselves. So make sure your inner dialogue is not degrading. Make sure you are talking to yourself in a loving, supportive, uplifting way so that you can feel good and have the confidence you need to live your best life. You got this. And in this episode, you will learn why we aren't taught how to love ourselves, why it's important to have a loving inner dialogue, and the tools you can use daily to practice self-love. If you haven't yet, please take a moment to subscribe to the show. Every Thursday, I release a new episode, and I would love to have you join me. Now, let's get down to the good stuff, and let's start the show. I am so happy to be covering the topic of self-love with you today, dear listeners, because it is something I have really struggled with. When I heard the story I'm about to share with you, I felt like I finally had answers and guidance on what loving myself really means and how I can practice it each day. Today's episode was inspired by the Genius Life podcast, where host and wellness expert Max Lugavere interviewed Kamal Ravikant and discussed self-love, what it means, how to do it, and why so many of us aren't doing it. 
Kamal is an inspiring guy who is all about getting things done. He co-founded several companies at a venture capital firm in Silicon Valley. He has meditated with monks in the Himalayas, served as a U.S. Army infantry soldier, walked 550 miles across Spain, and is the author of several books, including the one we are discussing today, Love Yourself Like Your Life Depends on It. You might think that life as a venture capitalist in Silicon Valley is all dollar signs and Teslas. But Kamal hit rock bottom after the company he founded and was CEO of crashed and burned. He lost his health, his relationships, his self-esteem. He felt like a complete failure and thought he was better off not being here at all. To say he was depressed would have been a good day. Until one night in the darkness, he got up and wrote in his journal. He made a vow to himself and committed to love himself no matter what. This is where his journey began. Kamal says his life is clearly divided between the time he didn't love himself and the time when he made the commitment to love himself. And Kamal did it with an intensity like he was trying to save himself because he was. Kamal says, the irony is it's so easy, but we haven't been taught it. Your life can depend on it or not, but it will definitely make your life better. No one teaches us how to practice self-love, especially if we grow up with families who don't teach us. Loving yourself is not taking bubble baths and going on beach vacations. Loving yourself is an internal thing. It's a practice that touches every part of your life. Kamal says, first, you must make a commitment to yourself and go all in. To do anything great, you have to go all in. Loving yourself is doing something great. Kamal started to shift his mind using practices that helped him feel love for himself, using the concept of love, breath, and light. And it started to shift his mindset. And these new thought patterns started to run on their own. Like going to the gym. You don't go one month or one day out of the year. You have to go regularly to train, be fit, and get results. The same is true for the mind. It's the one thing that runs the show, but the thing we train the least. Kamal made the vow to himself, and he saw his life change from the inside out. He felt better and was more connected. Kamal says it all starts with making a commitment. When you make a commitment and stick to it, that's when great change happens. A commitment is a vow. This is a vow to live this way, to love yourself and train your mind to love yourself. This will infuse every area of your life, personal, professional, relationships, the way you move throughout your day. For Kamal, his entire life changed when he made the vow to love himself, and he wanted to share this wisdom with more people. First, he shared his practice with his friends who told him he should write a book and self-publish. But Kamal was so afraid to share his story, afraid of how his Silicon Valley friends would view him, afraid that he would be run out of the venture capital world for sharing so much of himself. But with the help of a close friend, and my hero, James Altucher, he was convinced to write the book, Love Yourself Like Your Life Depends on It. It took him a year 
to get all of his thoughts down, and it's a pretty short book. The night he hit publish on Amazon, he almost didn't do it. He was still scared that he'd shared too much. But he felt the fear, and he did it anyway. And I'm so glad he did. The book went on to become a viral sensation, selling millions of copies with no publisher backing or advertising or marketing. The book spread by word of mouth. It was purchased for friends and family members, and thousands of people reached out to thank Kamal for his work, allowing Kamal to make enough money to rebuild his life and continue to share his story. Now, seven years later, Kamal has released an extended version of the book with more content and more ways to practice self-love after getting thousands of letters from readers asking questions. The book teaches simple and effective tools to forge a better relationship with yourself. Kamal says, first, you have to make your vow. Second, you have to forgive yourself. If you want to move forward, you have to let go of the weight that you're carrying. And then you go all in. Loving yourself, self-esteem, confidence are all internal. You have to make a mind shift and train your monkey mind to focus on the right things. It's simple to train your mind. It's not easy, but it gets easier. When Kamal was at rock bottom, figuring out how to love himself, he started with the most simplistic thing, telling himself that he loved himself. He says, we have so much inner dialogue running at any given moment. So why not infuse something good and with purpose? He started running a mental loop saying, I love myself. I love myself. I love myself. After a couple of days, his mind started to shift. He started to feel better. And then he started to add in the feeling of it. Kamal says, we are more in charge of our feelings than we believe. In his book, he shares his 10 breaths technique. Throughout the day, whenever he feels the need, he will stop what he's doing and take 10 purposeful breaths. On the in-breath, he will feel light from above and feel love coming in from that light. And he will think to himself, I love myself. When he releases, he releases whatever needs to go. He does this 10 times. He'll do this throughout the day and says, you'll notice that you start feeling gratitude and breathing in love and breathing out gratitude. In just 10 breaths, you're going to be breathing anyway. The beauty of this book is it doesn't just say love yourself. It talks about how to actually do it. To use the simple in-breath and out-breath and start thinking what we want to be thinking about ourselves. We are thinking anyway. Most of the time, our natural thoughts don't necessarily serve us. If you're like me, your natural thoughts can be damaging and hurtful. Part of it is training our minds for one focused thought or one focused feeling that serves us instead of letting our minds run rampant with thoughts that hinder us or make us feel small. Kamal reminds us that we are all primed for love. Look at a baby. They want to be held, adored, kissed, loved, and hugged as much as possible. And that never leaves us. It's with us from beginning to end. Practicing self-love taps into something fundamental in us, something we crave. Look at modern advertising, and it's all saying, buy this and you will feel loved. Do this and you will feel loved. But we can create that ourselves. Kamal isn't saying don't go out in the world and have those things, but 
when it comes from inside you, it comes from a better place and gives you a sense of solidness and peace that's really hard to find elsewhere. I used to lie. I used to say, oh, I love myself. Surely I do. Totally. Look at how great I am. I would shout it from the rooftops, but I didn't really believe it. I knew it was a lie as soon as it left my lips, and I hoped that I wouldn't be exposed as a fraud. It was really a defense mechanism to distract from the true feelings I had about myself. I knew it looked better to say I loved myself. So to save face, I lied. But what is the difference between truly loving yourself and having a superficial expression of confidence? Kamal says, no one 100% loves themselves or 100% doesn't love themselves. We are all complex creatures, but loving yourself is more of a foundation, a way of being, a place where you live from, where your thoughts arise from, where you make your choices from. And a lot of people don't have this. When I look at how I used to live my life before, I know that I was not loving myself because the way I lived my life, I was in financial trouble, getting wasted every day, living paycheck to paycheck, not caring for my health, not respecting my body. You have to ask, who are you when you're by yourself? Who are you inside? One of my favorite tools for practicing self-love comes from Kamal. He says, most of the time, we aren't running around loving ourselves. That's why we make bad choices. So instead, Kamal asks, if I loved myself, what would I do? Ask if. Then you know the answer. And then you have to make the choice consciously. You can still make the bad choice, but now you're doing it consciously. It makes loving yourself part of your unconscious. And eventually, people start living this way instead of having to ask the question. Another reminder Kamal shares is a lot of the stuff we deal with comes from childhood experiences. And it's important to recognize the beauty of this child who went through whatever you went through and persevered and survived to become who you are today. It's powerful to look back and give that child love and be proud of how far you've come. How do we stand guard against society that makes us feel inadequate? We have to actively work at it because there are things out there that are constantly working against you and making you feel less than. The secret is it's a practice. This is how you make it a consistent daily practice. So it doesn't take much time, but it creates these mental grooves that start running the show. But you have to make it a practice, just like you have to consciously eat healthy and consciously work out. If you ate whatever was advertised to you and did what the media is telling you to do, you'd have a whole host of issues and you're not going to do very well. The same is true with the mind. You have to make a conscious choice and do it daily. Sometimes. We get lazy and let things fall apart. This happens for me. It will happen for many of you. But we have to be conscious of this. We have to get back on track and practice self-love. Kamal says, track your progress. What you measure improves. It's human nature. If you start tracking how much weight you're lifting, how far you're running, you'll start to take action on it. If you want to commit to it and stick to it, track it daily and put an X on the calendar for days you do it. When you see a string of X's, you start feeling motivated. When you see random X's, it also motivates you. When you're accountable, that doesn't lie, 
Versus when you aren't accountable, the mind just makes up all kinds of excuses and stories. Kamal also incorporates meditation in his practice, but it's not the kind you're probably thinking of. He can do it anywhere, anytime, even while sitting in the back of an Uber. He does one meditation daily for seven minutes because the piece of music he listens to is seven minutes long. And he focuses on the same in-breath of love and light and the out-breath of letting go. It's nothing serious. It's laid back whenever you can do it, wherever you can do it. It's just about creating the grooves in your mind to train yourself to keep the self-love within you so you can live your best life. Kamal says, loving yourself means stepping up and being your best. When you are trying to present something good and something real, people can feel it. The concept of loving ourselves gets us out of the destructive patterns in our head, and sometimes that's all we need. This is something for everyone, no matter what we're going through or who we are. Everyone struggles. Everyone is human. Your bank account doesn't reflect your state of mind. Everyone can use this. After the book came out, Kamal ended up building his own venture capital firm. The success of the book allowed him to sit back and build something he wanted to build. This is proof that you can self-publish and get a book deal and choose yourself. He's a guy who figured something out that changed his life, and so he shared how to do it. Kamal shares real stuff so his readers know that they aren't alone. He says, if you're scared of putting your work out there, we're all scared. But the reason you put it out is so you can share your story and your light with the world so you can help others and change lives and do more good for more people. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for spending your precious time learning and growing with me. I am a huge major fan of Kamal and I am in love with his book and his message. Definitely check out his book, Love Yourself Like Your Life Depends On It. I promise it does not disappoint. And listen to the full interview with Kamal on the Genius Life podcast. I will link all that and more on the show notes page on my website. Now you know why it's important to practice self-love, how you can incorporate the practice daily, and why training our mind is the most powerful thing we can do. One million thanks to Kamal Ravikant for sharing his beautiful light with the world and to Max Lugavere for spreading his message. For all of the show notes and to sign up for exclusive updates, visit mytalkingdollars.com. If you haven't yet, don't forget to subscribe. And if you love the show, please leave a review. This helps me grow the show and helps more listeners do more good and live more fulfilled lives. And please join me next week for another conversation about living your best life and doing more good. Thank you. Love you. 